0: When disaster strikes, will you be ready? Good evening, and we begin tonight with the monster hurricane and its deadly impact already. When all hope is gone, will the government be there for you? If you're looking for ways to take your prepping to the next level, then you've come to the right place. Broadcasting from a secure and well-prepared location, it's time for Prepping 2.0. And now, please welcome authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher.
1: Welcome, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher Prepping 2.0. So excited to have you with us today. We have an awesome guest, but first, before we introduce him, I want to always welcome and say hello and good morning to my co-host in life and co-host on the show, Glenn Tate.
2: Good morning, Shelby, or listener, whenever you're listening to this afternoon, middle of the night, who knows when, but it's good morning our time.
1: Yes, very good. So, um, yeah, we have an awesome guest.
2: We sure do. Yeah, the topic is Mm -hmm. law enforcement in general and we've touched on this in past episodes we had uh Keegan Williams on who is a patriot i want everyone to know that right up front he and i have slight disagreements on things that may or may not come out during these questions so i don't want to say you know oh yeah everything he says i 100% agree with but like 97% and i want people to know that he's a solid patriot because he may have opinions and experiences and perspectives that vary a little bit from some of you guys and i want to let you know you should listen to what he has to say, you're under no obligation to just like, start worshiping the guy and believe 100% what he says, but he's very open-minded, has a ton of experience, and of course he's a law enforcement officer, and so, that's why he's on. There's been so much that has happened with law enforcement since he was on the show six months or a year ago. Oh, it was ago. like a
1: year ago. Boy, yeah, that was boy. a different time, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. And now we have things like defund and dismantling police forces and all kinds of stuff. And we now have some experience. We've seen what happens in riots. We've seen what happens when Antifa shows up in a small town and the police ask a patriots for help. And so, so much has changed. So. And we call it this episode is called Ask a Cop Questions About the Collapse. And another thing that's different about this is that we're going to have the entire show, other than some announcements we make, um, is going to be Patreon questions. Because once again, Patreons, they're supporters, by the way, if you're new to the show and every show, there's several thousand of you who are new. And uh, so the Patreon supporters, it's on our website, Prepping2-0.com they uh, send us between 2 and 20 dollars a month through this system called Patreon you just sign up takes your credit card there's no effort on your part and they get asked questions and boy, oh, howdy's 30 questions
1: right and they and and why we Solid like, we questions. like their questions because yeah this isn't just Simple. Okay, so why do cops wear blue? You know what I mean? (laughs) What are
2: 10 things I need in a bug out bag? Yeah,
1: no, it's these are good, solid questions. And we joke about it, but it's so true. The Patreon, our Patreons have become uh, our steering committee. Steering committee, for sure. So you'll see they've got good, robust questions.
2: One of the things we do every show is the top 100. Shelby, explain what the top 100 list is. And what number or item number 75 is?
1: So the top 100 list, and we're we're on number 75. So again, we're going to have to find another list. You can find this full list on our website, prepping2-0.com on the lower right. It's a list compiled from those who survived the collapse from Bosnia that happened in Bosnia in the 90s. And I we like to refer to that because it's very similar. It was political unrest. It was... It was neighbor fighting neighbor.
2: Unfortunately, there was an ethnic component and, to it. And yeah, we okay. hope that doesn't happen. Exactly. But,
1: it but they they put together this list of things that you'll need. And they're things that you, a lot of times you don't think about. Although, as we've read through it recently, it's like, <laughs> you know, that's a good idea. We probably should add more, add more of that to our preps. And this week's one of them. Number 75. Soy sauce, vinegar, bouillons, like soup bouillon, Uh and soup and gravy bases. So those things that are flavorful, they add flavor to your food, as well as they don't go bad very fast. Like vinegar is will last forever. Uh, soy sauce, same thing, because it's kind of a vinegar base. But yeah, those things that add a little flavor and don't go bad, and you can uh, vacuum seal and put away a lot.
2: Yeah, two other qualities about these things that I really like, and I'll focus on soup bouillon, or excuse me, bouillon and soup base is that, They um, are a platform to put a lot of leftovers in and call it soup or stew and, and it's probably gonna be good. In other words, It's the lubricant that allows you to choke down potentially gross food.
1: Well, and it's, we're watching, one of our shows that we watch right now is Alone. And uh, if you watch it, I mean, I watch that and get so many good ideas. We, right now we have one character that's trying to eat this really not good. I mean, it's good meat, but it's not very flavorful. And what did he, he's he's like,
2: he he ate the nose and lips of a musk ox and see they, they dump them off in the Arctic and they're alone for a hundred days and they have a camera and it's like what they do to survive. It's, it's pretty interesting show and so that was kind of timely and so when I say allow you to choke down gross stuff that's what I'm talking well, he about just, but maybe you won't just, have muskox nose and lips and know, he described it
1: as swallowing a rubber ball yeah exactly <laughs> so I'm like you know what he could probably use some soup bouillon right now
2: you know another another aspect of bouillon and soup base that is important that people overlook in peacetime because of normalcy bias and by the way you're going to hear a lot about normalcy bias as we talk to officer Keegan because what people think is normal in peacetime or relative peacetime, like getting speeding tickets, is not going to apply in a war situation. But anyway, um, in in normal peacetime world with normalcy bias, salt is evil. Oh my goodness, that's the worst thing ever. It's bad for salt, your heart. Bad for your
1: heart. Fat well, is bad for you.
2: Well, if you if you work in a cubicle and never exercise and eat nothing but nachos and pizza, then salt is bad for you. However. When there are no cubicles (laughs) and you're exerting yourself all the time chopping wood and all these other things especially if you live in a warm place um, you're going to sweat like crazy and you're going to need salt so salt is a needed thing by the way the folks on alone uh, they need salt and fat their body craves it because they don't have virtually any salt and they have virtually no fat and And their body, I mean, their minds start playing tricks on them and doing crazy stuff to get salt and fat. So anyway, that's the thing about soup base, bouillon. And of course, gravy, everybody loves gravy. Who doesn't love gravy? And soy sauce. All of these things are, yeah, they're
1: full of salt. I'd rather have
2: kombucha than gravy. Hey, communists, stand in this line right over here.
1: You heard it here, you heard it here.
2: (laughs) So we have a big announcement when it comes to sponsors. We now have a fifth sponsor that we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about our first four first. And then tell you some really good news about our fifth sponsor. Our regular sponsors yeah, are awesome. EMP Shield, New Mana, Katie C A T I Armor. By the way, earlier um, um, two listeners said they were having some trouble getting a hold of Katie Armor, and there were some long response times. Um, I got a third message where somebody said, "No, I got mine right on time." So I just pass it on because if Katie Armor were not getting you stuff. Uh, dropping the ball on orders, I would let you know, and they would not be a sponsor, but apparently seems to be remedied. That's what I know.
1: Well, and these are weird times. Be exactly. patient. I mean, Katie's been overwhelmed just like new man has been overwhelmed. Yeah. So hang in there, folks. These are weird yeah. times.
2: Exactly. Uh, fourth sponsor, Backwoods Home Magazine, and that's awesome. Our fifth sponsor is Minute Men Coffee. That's right. The addiction delivery device for Shelby's uh, caffeine addiction is now a sponsor. Oh, what could go wrong? I don't know, like a meth addict getting sponsored by a meth company. I don't know. That's probably what all it's like. my alike. dreams
1: have come true today.
2: <laughs> Her teeth are way better than meth addicts. Um, <laughs> so anyway, our new sponsor, Minutemen, plural, Minutemen Coffee. We're going to be doing all kinds of cool stuff with them. Probably some package things where, uh, you know, a prepping 2.0 mug comes with some coffee or maybe like book one of mine, book one of Shelby's. Um, comes with some coffee because you drink coffee and you read books and all these other things. Super good dude who runs the company. I've known him for quite a while. And he I literally, honestly, woke up one morning. I think it was Wednesday morning of this <laughs> this last week. And said, I'm going to start a coffee company. And he already had the roasters and stuff. And he went, boom, he did it. Like two hours into his epiphany to start a coffee company, he called and said, I want to be a sponsor. Here's all the stuff we can do. You know, your listeners love good um, Patriot coffee, all made in America. And it comes in like the don't tread on me blend and that kind of stuff. So it's legit. Think of Black Rifle Coffee, but like a, a smaller company doing it. I got nothing against Black Rifle Coffee, but I'm drinking Minutemen coffee now. So a sample pack is on the way. We've not tried it. I'm sure it's good, but there you have it. So. High five and, and shout out to Minuteman Coffee Company. I'm and, so excited. Uh, this could be the end of my quality of life. Thanks a lot, <laughs>
3: Minuteman Coffee. Uh, now. Life we're is in, good.
0: Hmm, what's in the merch shack?
3: Whatever they want to call them. I, I don't get it because if you have a dude um, who's got a sparkler, let's just say a common awesome little for kids sparkler. If you are, if, you are, if I have a shield or if I have a stick or whatever, there's nothing, there's no barrier between you and me and you go to put a, a spark on my face, I, I'm going to thump you. Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't even be within three feet of me. If you're within three feet of me, you, you, you there's the opportunity. Remember action always beats reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless, unless you're Bruce Lee and you, your, your reaction time is really, really super fast or, or whatever. You're still going to, no matter how fast you are, you're just still behind the power curve. Yeah. So if, if, you, if I'm, if, if you're a cop on the line um, and I come up to you and, and I'm within a foot of you, right? And there's a whole line of us and a, and a whole line of you, right? And you're the cop, and I'm the and I'm the protester. I'm not a rider. I'm a protester, right? Um, but then I turn into that dude where I'm am a, a rider now, and all I have to do is go up there and smack you. All the only difference between someone standing on the line, uh, whether they're a cop or or a rider, is willpower. Do I have the willpower as a rider to smack a cop in the face? Now, if I'm a foot away from you, and you sw- and I swing at you. I'm ahead of you and you have to react. I'm going to hit you regardless. I might not, you might be fast enough to kind of turn your head or something. It's a glancing blow, but uh, you're going to get hit. So, so why would I allow someone with a sparkler within three feet of me? Now you talk about these, um, uh,
1: lasers, um,
3: yeah, lasers where you can, you can legitimately ruin someone's life. Yeah, I, 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 and and mind you, it's the it's the people who it's these rioters out there. I'm not calling them protesters because at oh, this point they're not. They're not. Um, these these rioters have they they don't care. They they have such hatred for law enforcement for real. You know what? I'm 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 not even going to say it's law enforcement because it could be anybody. It could be a it, let's say it could be a civilian contingent of citizens. Yeah. Out there guarding a building, these rioters antifa or black block or whoever you want to call them they don't care it's it's the it's the authority doesn't matter if it's a cop or if it's a citizen or if it's uh what whoever's standing between them and and
1: destruction authority Mm
3: -hmm. they're going to go through you and i I think it's i think it's disheartening that there's such a level of disrespect for humanity in general that they they don't care what they're doing to their, their fellow citizens whether it's a cop or or these the old ladies in front of the building where the dudes splash yeah. paint on that person, you know, it, it's I don't know. It, it's it's ridiculous that the, that the there's no respect for just plainly for humanity just by shining a laser in someone's eyes. Now that person's legitimately blind. Yeah. And, and people out there say, no, they don't blind you. They do. They legitimately do. I did it when I was in the military.
2: I was going to say, and, and, and you and I have a mutual friend who is also in Iraq and also in a special setting. And months ago, he told me. He said, "You know what you're going to see when the cities start falling apart." He's, he said, "You're going to start seeing lasers, and they're going to start blinding cops." And he said, "We would do that in convoys. You know, we, and yep. whether it's permanent or or just temporary, it's very effective." And he told me that, and I remember, I remember it I distinctly. I know where I was when he said it, and now, and now we're seeing it. So it's it's for real.
1: And well, and me, bottom line before you the next question. Our law enforcement, I'm going to say this, and I think you would agree with me, Keegan. Our law enforcement are being sent out into a ground war. It's no longer protesting. And I think it's more than just writing. It's a ground war when you look at some of the footage coming out of these cities. are sent into a ground war. Our law enforcement, federal agents, local law enforcement, whatever, with their hands tied behind their back (coughs) against some pretty hefty sorts of weaponry, homemade weaponry. You know, kind of, it's not conventional for sure. with their hands tied behind their back. And that is absolutely, first of all, it just screams unfair. But two, it is just a recipe for um, lawlessness. It's a recipe for um, injury and it's a recipe for, uh, you know, a collapse. So that's, well, those are,
3: l- go ahead. show let me, let me explain. Actually, it's Pam. I'm sorry. Well, Pam.
1: No, my name is Pam.
2: Are you saying Pam or Pam. I'm saying PAM. What? PAM Radio. Well, it's been delayed, guys. Um, And yes, it has. Uh, Here, I'll just tell you where we're at. I don't have a date of when it's going to come out. It's, by the way, a a flashcard, free flashcard app that you can use to learn the practical stuff about ham radio for preppers and none of the geeky equation stuff that you need to know for a test or anything like that. It's pure practical, very entertaining, I might add, very informative links in it to products that i've used and suggest you buy that way you're not buying stuff you don't need um we have our our itunes app store uh developer account application was submitted and we should in a few weeks be approved by itunes and then in the, the app is done and it just needs to go on the itunes um i store so it can be distributed same deal with the android whatever it is i don't have an android the android store or whatever it is um so it is it is entering the app platform yeah. distribution phase and sorry it took so much longer than I thought there's way more involved in this than well, I thought.
1: And thank you all for being patient. Here's the here's the
2: <laughs> Yeah.
1: This is one of those projects for us it happens every now and then this is one of them every single step. Yeah. Every single step had a delay. Yeah. Every single one. There was no smooth sailing on this one, but what generally happens with a project like that, where you are fighting every single step, the end product is oh, killer, better. so I'm excited.
2: And as far as the end product, and I'm not gonna say when I think it's coming out, cause for all I know there's gonna be more steps. I think it's probable that it's going to come out right before the election at, at the latest, and it's going to be when you can really use the information. Right.
1: And let me throw this out there. Now that I have my ham radio license and I, you know, put my big toe a little bit into the ham world, this is so truly practical because you can geek out and go really broke really fast on just trying to, I just want an antenna and I just want to talk to somebody three counties over. How do I do that? Exactly. Well, six weeks later, and a thousand dollars later—that that, that nine hundred oh, YouTube videos. <laughs> oh, good Lord, have mercy! This really boils it down. So, for those who you know put their big toe in the ham world, this is a huge resource. You, we want all of you to get your comms up quickly because things are getting spicy very soon. So,
2: exactly. Well, the, that's our our pre-topic stuff. Now we turn our attention to our guest. Officer Keegan Williams and I would like to say a good morning, officer. And why don't you say hello to the folks?
3: Morning yeah he's <laughs> sorry I've been I've been waiting to hold my or uh, clear my throat for a long oh, time okay there we go I was gonna sorry. say
2: like wow you're gonna be an awesome guest it's like
1: <laughs> ch- so tell guy. us what's gonna happen
2: stuff I, okay I great apologize. stuff no it's okay it's okay good morning. Good morning, good morning good morning good morning well as I mentioned earlier we're going to read patreon's questions for you and then you can <clears throat> react and we're gonna read them in the order they came in Shelby and I will jump in with some I don't know color commentary or there might be a tangent or two but uh we're really sticking to the patreon questions because they're they're so doggone awesome so shelby um odd numbered ones are you and even numbered ones are me and why don't you uh well actually this is okay this is not a patreon question this is an observation uh something that happened to shelby recently and she'd like to get uh, keegan's reaction to it because i think it's a Pretty good topic. Well,
1: and I think it's something that's dominated the headlines. So talking to someone recently and talking about Portland, because that's where everything is spicy right now. This could be Seattle. This could be Baltimore. This could be, this could be right now. The headlines are in Portland <clears throat> or you can read my books. I'm kidding. Um, no, so, she's not. so this is a person I'm talking to this person. We're talking about Portland, how, if you're there, you really should get out of there because it's getting gross. And, and she said, what. Well, and it surprised me because i didn't think she was like this and she said and those federal agents who call themselves federal agents they're just thugs they just go pick <laughs> people up off the no reason that, at no all no reason at all now you i know what's going on there i, I it's the to me i'm going to just say this this is my if i were to answer this question you're going to give a different answer or you're going to give a better answer you are seeing a slice Of a full, you are seeing. Four seconds of video. You are seeing ten seconds of video. You are not seeing what happened before. You're not seeing what happened after in that little video that I'm talking about. That's all over the internet. Go look it up. You are also not seeing the conversation that that federal agent is is saying in that dude's ear as they're pulling him into the van. And I would
2: add this: you're also not seeing the booking. Um, the jail register, the, the federal one, right, mm-hmm. where we know who's booked and where they are, you're not seeing the bail hearing, you're not seeing the inevitable release with, with bail, and you're not gonna see the trial. This idea that federal agents are just blackbagging people and throwing them in vans and driving them to Dubai where they're <laughs> gonna be waterboarded is insanity, absolute insanity, but again, if you just see that 10 second clip, and you see, you know, a guy in camo grabbing somebody and putting them in, yes, a rented van. Because if they had a van that said Federal Protective Service, they'd get firebombed. I mean, that's why they yeah. have rented yeah. vans. Yeah. So you can tell where we're at, Keegan. Um, any, I guess anything yeah. to add yeah, to that? Yeah, we
1: would like you to kind of flesh <laughs> that out. Thank you for
2: coming on the show. I'll go ahead and just agree with us, and then we'll move on to the next topic.
3: So it's, uh, I, I love, I love this conversation about, um, specifically that video where you see that van pull up in the middle of the intersection and, and camouflage dudes come out and they grab some black clad kid and then pull him in the van and they drive away. Um, wh- what they don't realize is that stuff happens every day where, um, an, a Nicarics unit or a vice unit or whatever unit, um, it's probably going to be a SWAT team who guess what? They wear camouflage clothing or they wear black clothing themselves and they they've been we've had we've had cases on people where yeah this okay we have pc to arrest this guy for pimping or for trafficking major amounts of narcotics and they will try to take the dude or the chick even off in the the safest manner and if that means hitting a house which is not a very safe manner or in a car which is also also not a very safe manner or if the dude's walking down the street probably a little bit safer because there's not a whole lot he can do Uh, can't hide in this house because he's out walking around, can't drive away all crazy and kill someone because he's out walking around. So uh, I get it that this is a protest and everybody's walking around, but something you have to realize is that um, they're going to do it in the safest manner to the, not only to the suspect, but to themselves and the other citizens that are in the area. So it happens every single day. They just happen to be this, this scenario just happens to be at a protest and someone's filming it. A caveat to that is how do they know the dude that got picked off wasn't a C.I.?
2: confidential informant
1: so and and here's the thing that keegan does a lot and i'm going to try and jump here he uses the acronyms of law enforcement all the like time pc BC for
2: probable cause. probable
1: cause um confidential oh, informant. no it's that's okay, okay. It's, that's a, why we're here that, keegan we're, we're here, here to, to translate. decipher
2: we're going to translate for the good folks
1: so and what i will say that people aren't seeing is the the violence that that person who got picked off if the, if it's this person's not a confidential informant Right. Read the headlines. The violence that those Antifa and Argus are doing is violence. We're going to talk about that more. You're also not hearing the conversation that possibly is happening with that federal agent or in the car, reading the rights and right. listing out the charges and that sort of thing.
2: Yeah. And here's the thing. And Yeah, I'm a lawyer, so I, I try not to like add law stuff needlessly. But here's a topic that needs a law component. You guys. Yes, the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act, exists and it says on paper, although it's totally unconstitutional and I don't think it gets enforced, says that the military can just pick people up and hold them without trial, blah, blah, blah. And then a lot of people are saying, see, they're they're just grabbing people, the feds, and then we never see them again. And, you know, the whole Dubai waterboarding nonsense. You guys, if you have any evidence that the NDAA is being applied in Portland, trust me i'd love to know because i would be wrong it's not you guys these people are being arraigned they're getting let out on bail or bond or whatever and they're having trial dates they're getting they're getting Deep federal process. um uh uh shoot uh, appointed counsel uh public defenders federal public defenders appointed to them this is being done in the court system you guys this isn't your fantasy about the NDAA and people just getting picked up off the streets. Again, if you have evidence that that's happening, I would love to know. But I'm suspecting nobody well, and, has any evidence because it's not happening.
1: And the, honestly, this isn't the movies. It looks like that. that's the problem with that. Clip <laughs> is it looks game. like it's not that's not that at all. So and we only have like 30 seconds. Can you believe the Jeez. first half Thanks is over? Thanks for coming on, Keegan. I no, know. Just gosh. <laughs> So um, I'm not going to start with another question here. But I, I want people to know truly in, in Portland, these are these are known people they're they're getting picked up. They're getting arrested. And if I know Portland, especially Portland police, it's a catch and release program. Their evidence shows you can look it up.
2: Well, it's not catch and release with the feds. feds and that's no. what's making people mad that are communists exactly. trying to destroy the country.
1: Exactly. So um, we have so much more to talk about. We have so many questions. Oh, my Keegan. goodness. And we've only got through one and it was mine. I feel bad, Patreon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but don't go away, folks. We're going to come back on the other side of the break and we're going to really dig into these. Stand by.
0: We'll be right back with more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Shelby Gallagher and Glenn Tate right after this.
3: .com preppernet where preppers unite preppernet.com
2: Prepping 2.0 is about that next level of prepping. One of the key 2.0 items to have is bulletproof body armor plates. I used to think body armor was too tactical for a regular guy like me, but it isn't. Give yourself, your family and your team an unfair advantage when bullets are flying. Body armor used to be expensive and hard to get. Not more. KD Armor, and that stands for come and take it. Make solid and affordable body armor for normal people. Get body armor while you can. The clowns in Congress are trying to prohibit future sales. KD Armor is the place to get it. C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount when you use the coupon code GRANT. You can get a sample of Numana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself. You will be amazed.
1: Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount by entering the code PREP.
2: Go to newmana.com or click the link on the Prepping 2.0 website.
1: Give it a try. Newmana.com That is N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com.
0: And we're back with more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher.
1: Welcome back, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher at Prepping 2.0. We're about ready to go into our just great list of questions from our Patreon supporters. But I know Keegan wanted to jump in and add something else to what uh, we were talking about. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, Glenn, in the intro, you talked about how, you know, you and I, we've known each other for quite a while. Um, We've 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 trained a little bit together and and, and goofed off and barbecues and all that jazz. And and yeah, we we do disagree on some things just like and but the thing is, it's not I mean, of all the things we've disagreed with, we're still really close friends. So yeah, um, it's okay to disagree with a copper. It's okay to disagree with a, with whoever. I mean,
2: but it's not okay it, to disagree with a lawyer. I want that to that, be known. Yeah, good yeah. point. That's a good point.
3: <laughs> but through all the disagreements we've always, we we've had, or we still remain pretty close friends. So yeah,
2: and and again, I start off with this: Keegan is a patriot. I know this to be true personally vetted. And so minor disagreements are OK. And I'm glad you said that it's OK to disagree with a cop. I think there's so much anti police hysteria that it's like, you know, they, they see one YouTube video of a cop who's having a really terrible day who should not do what he does and probably should be fired. I'm not excusing anything. Some guy disagrees and then, you know, something happens and, and that forms everybody's you know opinion about what all cops are like. I wouldn't hang out with you if you were that guy so there of course. you go neither would you and
3: also the whole george floyd thing i don't know a single cop even after the this whole video just got released not too a couple of days ago or whenever it got released yeah i still don't know a single cop not one single cop who uh is not disgusted on uh, about what how that went down not one
1: Exactly. I'm glad you said that because I wanted
2: to I wanted to bring this up. You know, what's the consensus in your department and your department has about 250 people, if I recall. And it is a a Seattle area, but not Seattle. It's the suburbs. I'm going to say it's far more conservative than when you, what you think about seattle i mean i'm not going to say it's you know tuscaloosa right. alabama but it's yeah i think fair-minded leadership in your department i think is a good way to put it so i want yeah. people to know where you're coming from because regional stuff is going to come out here and some of the questions and there's a big difference where you are in the country and i want to give people a frame of reference for you so um what's the consensus in your department about following unconstitutional orders and what percentage of people in your department do you have reason to believe would follow unconstitutional orders?
3: Well, so that's a, that's a touchy question because what are, what do you consider unconstitutional orders?
2: I mean, yeah, I would think, and and to, and to define this, it would be things that, you know, I think there's a pretty big consensus on. It would be uh, the governor signs an executive order outlying all firearms and requiring them to be turned in something like that. I'm not talking about, little teeny disagreements i'm talking like jaw dropping you know illegal orders you were in the military so you have a framework for what an illegal order is and if people are listening they were in the military sort of an illegal order um you know arresting people (coughs) without probable cause mass detentions i mean the the really bad stuff you know what i mean
3: never gonna happen I, i will tell you um the whole mask thing that um Inslee put out where you had to wear masks. We're not like we get several nine one one calls a day where <laughs> there's you remember when the, when the when the lockdown first went you couldn't you're not weren't supposed to go to parks you, I mean, you closed down parks they closed down everything right yep we got we got nine one one calls where there were kids in parks playing basketball there was kids in a cul de sac playing basketball <laughs> and Karen calls in <laughs> and says they're not supposed to be outside they're they're not social distancing we. <laughs> we didn't go to any of those calls. We, we we told our dispatchers, don't even send the calls to us because we're not going.
2: And by the way, it's a gross misdemeanor in Washington State to do, to play at the time, to play basketball in the cul de sac. So there's no like legal gray area about this. It was a crime, and you're like, yeah, yeah. no thanks. We're not serving that customer.
1: So, and I yeah, want to
3: go ahead. We got, sorry, sorry, Shelby. We got, we got, um, they sent down um, the, the actual RCW or the whack that, that covers this specific order where it's a shutdown, you can't go to the, you can't play the park. And I mean, it's legitimate misdemeanor crime. And we're, we're looking at each other like, are you, is this a joke? Are we being punked right now? Cause <laughs> I, I'm not doing that. The only, okay. So the caveat to that though, is the only time we've ever even we, so we wrote up this thing where saying, Hey, you're violating the governor's blah, 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 BS act, you know, whatever. Um, if you do this again, you could be arrested, right? The only time that we've done that is when we're we're down in Tacoma and we got all these fast and furious wannabe racers. I'm not kidding when I say there's two or 300 of them. Because JBLM Um, is right there. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of, yes, a lot of them are military people. So they have all these souped up cars and they go into these industrial areas and they tear up the road. I mean, it's like thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars to fix these roads. The companies have to because these racers are on there, right? So we we blocked out this entire parking lot, and there was I don't know maybe a hundred or so racers in the parking lot, um, and we blocked them all in, uh, gave them all this form, um, saying if you get caught out here again, you're gonna you know you're gonna go to jail, which we would never do, but it was it was something that that showed uh, that we were putting out this information, and um, so that so the state can't go back and say yeah you guys weren't enforcing these laws. I'm like yeah here's all the forms we gave out, so stick it in your ear yeah so but but you're talking about gun confiscation right so there's a small example of of our couple hundred plus department um would not enforce unconstitutional orders and i'll I'll have to say that when this mandatory mask bs came into play um we have briefing where we have i don't know 20 plus people in the briefing uh room right and we're supposed to stay six feet apart and or have masks on Our, our our sergeants were like no i'm not that's stupid I'm not doing that. I'm not going to find you want to have a six feet apart. We're gonna have our briefings outside. So, I mean, it's just dumb.
2: Yeah. Well, and I think it's the gun stuff that that really scares people. And you told me a story about, you know, your thoughts on how many people out of about 250 would enforce gun confiscation. And, and what was that number roughly?
3: Maybe, maybe one for sure. Yeah. Maybe, maybe two out of 250. Out of 250 plus people, one of them. Would for surely do that, and I'll tell you that the other 249 absolutely despise this gentleman. <laughs> there you have, it my guys. View, we wouldn't <laughs> if the dude was in if the dude was in a life life or death situation. Not not one of us would hesitate to go over there and jump in front of the bullet uh, for that guy. And I wouldn't, and I would jump in front of the bullet for anybody, right? That's my job. That's, right. That's you know we all we I mean you've had you know I've had this conversation. You know I went in the military, um, went and did some special operations stuff, came out and I'm a cop. I've always thought that we're all put out here for one reason or another um, and mine's to serve the public and help people. So there's, there's anyway, sorry, I went down a rabbit hole. No, no, that's,
2: that's totally cool. No. and, And I want people to get some, some numbers from a Seattle area police department, one, maybe three people, you know, would go and enforce this nonsense. And, and yeah. And so anyway, I just wanted to set the stage with this. Well, Shelby has yet another, um, observation before we get into the much promised <laughs> Patreon questions.
1: <laughs> All right, so this is just again, I'm just um, highlighting something in the in that in, in the that's coming out in the news, and I just want to mm-hmm. give you a chance to speak to it because I think when you see it on the news, people are thinking about it. So lasers, lasers like being directed at uh, law enforcement eyes and causing honestly permanent damage in some. So lasers, mm-hmm. when I talk about that commercial grade fireworks homemade spike sticks <coughs> lethal homemade weaponry bottom line is what's being we're seeing we saw some of it in Seattle we're seeing it definitely a lot in Portland right now all lethal all all can cause serious injuries cops can't use tear gas though they're being meanies when they do how do you feel and how do your colleagues feel about the unequal playing field when it comes to force that can be used and not used
3: um so there's there's another there's another um, something that's in there, and we'll talk mm-hmm. about that in a second. But um, it, it, it's not fair, and I don't know how the dudes in Seattle or the dudes in Portland. And when I say dudes, I mean chicks too. So don't get all oh, feminist out there. I'm don't so get offended. Pants. Whatever. Um, um, the dudes up in Seattle and dudes in Portland. I don't know how. I don't know how those those guys are still on their ride control teams or whatever they want to call them. I I don't get it because if you have a dude, um who's got a sparkler, let's just say a, a common, awesome little for kids sparkler. If you are, if you are, if I have a shield or if I have a stick or whatever, there's nothing, there's no barrier between you and me. And you go to put a, a spark on my face. I, I'm going to thump you. Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't even be within three feet of me. If you're within three feet of me, you, you, you there's the opportunity. Remember action always beats reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless, unless you're Bruce Lee and you, your, your reaction time is really, really super fast or, or whatever you're still going to, no matter how fast you are you're still behind the power curve. Yeah. So if 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 I'm if if you're a cop on the line um and I come up to you and and I'm within a foot of you right and there's a whole line of us and a, and a whole line of you right and you're the cop and I'm the and I'm the protester, I'm not a rider, I'm a protester, right? Um but then I turn into that dude where I'm am a, a rider now and all I have to do is go up there and smack you. All the only difference between someone standing on the line uh, whether they're a cop or or a rider is willpower? Do I have the willpower as a rider to smack a cop in the face? Now, if I'm a foot away from you and you swing and I swing at you, I'm ahead of you and you have to react. I'm going to hit you regardless. I might not. You might be fast enough to kind of turn your head or something. It's a glancing blow, but uh, you're going to get hit. So, so why would I allow someone with a sparkler within three feet of me? Now, you talk about these um, uh, lasers. Um, yeah. Lasers where you can you can legitimately ruin someone's life. Yeah. And, and, and mind you, it's the it's the people who it's these riders out there. I'm not calling them protesters because oh, at this point they're not. They're not. Um, these these writers have they, they don't care. They they have such hatred for law enforcement, for real. You know what? I mean, I'm not even going to say it's law enforcement because it could be anybody. It could be a it, let's say it could be a civilian contingent of citizens. Yeah. out there guarding a building, these rioters, Antifa or Black or whoever you want to call them, they don't care. It's it's the it's the authority. Doesn't matter if it's a cop or if it's a citizen or if it's uh, what whoever's stand between them and and authority. Mm-hmm. They're going to go through you. And I, I think it's I think it's disheartening that there's such a level of disrespect for humanity in general that they they don't care what they're doing to their, their fellow citizens, whether it's a copper or, or these the old ladies in front of the building where the dudes splash yeah. paint on that person, you know, it, it's, I don't know. It, it's, it's ridiculous that the, that the, there's no respect for just plainly for humanity just by shining a laser in someone's eyes. Now that person's legitimately blind. Yeah. And, and people out there say, no, they don't blind you. They do. They legitimately do. I did it when I was in the military.
2: I was going to say, and, and, and you and I have a mutual friend who is also, in Iraq, and also in a special setting, and months ago, he told me. He said, "You know what you're going to see when the cities start falling apart." He he said, "You're going to start seeing lasers, and they're going to start blinding cops." And he said, "We would do that in convoys. You know, we and yep. whether it's permanent or or just temporary, it's very effective." And he told me that, and I remember, I remember it I distinctly. I know where I was when he said it, and now and now we're seeing it, so it's it's for real.
1: And well, and. Bottom line before you go to the next question. Our law enforcement, I'm going to say this, and I think you would agree with me, Keegan. Our law enforcement are being sent out into a ground war. It's no longer protesting. and I think it's more than just writing. It's a ground war when you look at some of the footage coming out of these yeah. cities. Are sent into a ground war. Our law enforcement, federal agents, local law enforcement, whatever, with their hands tied behind their <clears> back <throat> against some pretty hefty sorts of weaponry, homemade weaponry. You know, kind of, it's not conventional for sure. Um with their hands tied behind their back. And that is absolutely, first of all, it just screams unfair, but two, it is just a recipe for um, lawlessness. It's a recipe for um, injury and it's a recipe for uh, you know, a collapse. So that's, well, those are, go ahead.
3: Showy, let me, let me expound on that a little bit. Sure. So you say commercial grade fireworks, right? Or, or homemade spike sticks. We'll just stay with the, yeah, you, everybody knows what spikes sticks, spike sticks do, right? Yeah. So let's talk about the homemade, or the like smart the commercial fi- grade fireworks, or the altered commercial grade fireworks. Mm-hmm. So if you alter the commercial grade fireworks, what do you have? Explosives. An IED.
2: It's an improvised a, yep. explosive. Yeah, device. you have an IED,
3: right? So I'll tell you. So this last, this past Fourth of July, I'm sitting in my cul-de-sac, and the neighbors, the neighbor, one of my neighbors, um, does one of those um, fireworks shows, right? Well, obviously, COVID said, "Pound sand, you're not doing the fireworks show this year." So we had a giant fireworks show, and I live in unincorporated Pierce County and they could give a rip about fireworks. (laughs) Um, And Mm -hmm. I'll tell you in our cul-de-sac, there were a couple of the giant mortars went off prematurely in the tubes and it it hit a couple houses and, and, and messed them up. Now, mind you that we have pretty good neighbors who went out there and fixed the stuff, but, or paid for it to be fixed. But um, man, those, those commercial grade fireworks, when they go off, if they go off in the right setting, you can get killed. Yeah. Now, mind, let's 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 talk about this, right? So, commercial grade fireworks, if it's altered or if it's not altered, if you throw one of those mortars into a group of people, what 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 does it have a worst case scenario? What's going to happen?
1: Oh, injury and burning. Yeah.
3: Death. Death. Right. Yeah. Worst case scenario would be death. Right. Yes. It, it goes off ne- right next to someone's face. It could kill them. Right. Yes. Uh, subst- major substantial injury. Right. So both of those together, what did, for a cop? What what did, what can that lead for us to do?
2: Well, it's deadly force being used against you.
3: Right. How I look deadly at. force. So how how do I respond? Deadly or could force. Could I respond?
2: Well, there's an escalation, blah blah blah. But you could respond with deadly force if
3: it's reasonable. Absolutely. If you if you are throwing an IED at me or a commercial grade firework at me, which has the potential of death. It's the same concept of you coming at me with a snake, steak knife, steak knives are designed to cut steak. Right. But you come at me with a, <laughs> with a steak knife, I can respond with deadly. Now, am I going to, that's a situation dependent, right? Mm-hmm. But I can respond with deadly force. So it, 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 it uh, we've had this discussion several, I mean, I couldn't count the many times we've had this discussion in in our briefings or cops one-on-one or, you know, just group of cops talking about it. But, um, where if I see a dude coming at me with a Molotov cocktail, I'm going to shoot him in the face, right? Because obviously if you shoot someone in the face, it instantly stops the computer, right? Yep. Um, or I'm going to, you know, I'll shoot him. Well, we've seen Molotov cocktails, th- Molotov cocktails thrown. We've seen uh, IEDs thrown. We've seen commercial-grade fireworks thrown. Has any cop shot anybody yet?
2: Mm-hmm. Which, no. 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 I say hmm just agreeing with yeah. what
3: your point yeah. is, yes. You know what I mean? Uh, technically, per law, per case law, I can shoot you in the face yep but have we have we no
1: no well and and not only that god forbid you should you you know to get somebody to stop to stop doing you, you can't even use tear gas i mean that's yeah. that's what i that's what i'm hearing you say is that if i i'm allowed if i'm not even allowed to use tear gas I'm not going to certainly use my firearm, and have everyone's got their phone and taking videos out there. I mean, my word, if you think about the slice of video that will come out of that, that will get completely spun in a different direction, too. I think yeah. you guys are just, and I realize you guys aren't aren't facing what they are in Seattle and Portland, but I think you guys those conversations you're having there's you're in a lose-lose situation and i my heart goes out to you guys and you still go out there every single day guys and gals i know i know i'm not a feminist a everyone. Coast
2: thing. on the west coast guys and it dudes is. mean male and female and yeah
1: and i don't think many of our listeners are that yeah. hardcore feminist not a lot so. of
3: feminists no <laughs> so right. you, know, you know a question that's not being brought up sure. uh in the it, it is in cop land but not in the civilian world is uh the use of tear gas you know how i felt bad for those people in seattle the cops i'm talking about um where the judge or the city or whoever came down and said, you can't use tear gas. Yeah, that's 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 an unconstitutional. If you tell me if I was working in Seattle and you came down and told me, yeah, you can't use tear gas. That's an unconstitutional order.
2: Wow. Because self-defense is a constitutional right.
3: Right. Yep. But case law case laws out there that says I can use whatever means I, I deem necessary. As long as I don't violate case law or the law, I can use tear gas. So the city that comes down and said, yeah, you can't use tear gas sorry but i'm going to use tear yes that's the same concept of of someone and we've had this scenario before where there was a homicide suspect coming out of seattle coming down into pierce county and you know it, the the you can't outrun the radio right so it gets broadcast all the way down to where we're at and the the car is southbound on i-5 we get in a pursuit with it and our commander's like "No, you got to terminate sorry you don't you can't tell us to terminate that's a that's a homicide suspect yeah i can technically ram that dude off the road or I can push him into a pole where I where there's a high potential he's gonna get killed. If he's not wearing a he's gonna get launched through the car. I can do that. That's deadly force. Right. Case law has already said that I can, I have the legal authority to kill that person. If if that's the only way to take him into custody, exactly. obviously you'd want to take him into custody alive so he can he can face trial and all that jazz. But um, if there's no reasonable means to take that dude into custody, I'm gonna ram him into a pole or I'm gonna ram him into the Puget Sound and he's gonna drown. Oh well. Yeah. Well, Sorry,
1: and, and little... I think also too, it, and I know we're going to expand on this. Gosh, so the after show is going to be awesome. But the other thing, though, too, is I what I see is that they they the leaders, the lack of leaders, the 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 Marxists in charge of all of these decisions that make these decisions to take You're away talking t- about the
2: politicians, the politicians, point,
1: yeah. right? That take away your non lethal avenues to control lethal actions done against you're they're taking away all the non-lethal options so that you your hand is forced if you're standing there without without all of you you know the tools in your toolbox and the only tool you have is a firearm they're forcing your hand and I.
3: oh thank you for bringing that up yes
1: yes okay
2: yeah no no escalation or continuum of force when they've taken out you know all the middle parts of it it's either you know, salty language or shooting someone in the face. those are your two options right
1: so yeah so'm gonna
2: so I'm, gonna,
3: go I'm ahead. gonna ask you a question that's gonna set you up okay Because <laughs> um, <laughs> so, do that
2: they're always setting you up right okay, here we go um, give it your so best shot
3: <laughs> I, we we you us three we're all popos, we're all the piggy pigs. Okay. we go to this call where um dude's crazy, butt ass naked, crazy mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm cussing on your show. I apologize. We go to this. We he's uh, he's crazy, naked, and goes to this. Uh, we go to this call where the guy's acting crazy. Obviously, he's in the middle of the street and he's pounding on car windows. And he's he's either high or mentally unstable, right? Yeah. One of those two things. And we get there and there's the three of us, um, and we don't have a taser, and we don't have a beanbag shotgun, um, and we don't have a 40 millimeter. Uh, how do we take that guy into custody? And you can't use your, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not trying to kill anybody. So deadly force is not authorized. How do we take that person down?
2: Uh, persuasion and strong
3: words. Yeah, that's, that's a Seattle way to doing it. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're going to have to, we're going to have to piggy pile up on him, right? We are yeah. have to do pig pile up or polyester pile up, however you want to word it. <laughs> so um, we would, we would, we would formulate a plan and we would take the individual down to the ground right now now mind you this dude is either high or he's mentally unstable so he's a handful and let's say he's not that big let's say he's 5'9 uh, 180 pounds 550 pounds um, and he's, so and he's, he's naked he's not so giant. He, there's nothing he's you can, just and there's nothing crazy. There's, What's that?
1: and there's nothing you can grab on. there's not like belt loops and shirts and clothing <laughs> right. you can grab onto
3: stop right. it so he's um <laughs> Uh, so we, we get we get a hold of him, but he's he's a handful, mm-hmm. right? So yes. how how do we subdue that dude, right? It, it, we can't get his arms off from underneath him underneath himself, or we can't control his arms getting behind his back. So how? To, and there's only three of us, our co- our our fellow coppers and deputies are en route, but it's going to be a while. Yeah. So the way we would used to do it would would be to put a, a lateral vascular neck restraint on him, right? Mm-hmm. As are some of the ignorant people out there call it a chokehold. It's not a chokehold. It's a it's a it's a blood Cut off move. Yeah, I'm not a DT expert, so I don't. There, I'm, I'm sure I have a friend who's a DT guy hitting tactics he's right now, yelling as soon as he hears you he's gonna start yelling. That's not how you're supposed to say it. <laughs> Whatever. So, uh, you cut the blood flow to the brain, and it, it shuts him down uh, for long enough for you to handcuff him and then put him into a resting position to where the blood flows back to his brain, and he's all fine. We've 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 successfully used this technique a, umpteen times. I have never in 15, 16, 15, I don't know. A couple decades. Time. I've never seen someone die from this. I haven't. I'm sure it's out there, um, whether it's done improperly or there's other mitigating. Um, Fentanyl. Yeah, something to do with the dude where where that, that is a contributing factor to the person dying. But it, that's not the intent, right? The intent right. is to put him to sleep for a few seconds and put him in handcuffs and put him in resting position. The fire department come there and they take care of him and he goes off to the hospital, whatever. Um, but guess what? Now in the state, you can't use the what the lateral vascular neck restraint, which is called an LVNR. You can't use it anymore. So now, same scenario, guys. We go to that call. How do we take that dude into – how do we get him into custody?
1: You're going to have to, like, just wrestle until he's – you guys – there's a – you guys are going to wrestle so much that somebody's going to get really hurt. Like, there's going to yeah, be broken you, bones. You're going to wear yourself
3: out. Exactly. So what do we use? Punches? Knee strikes? A baton? So how does that how, – how do you think that's going to look when some – clown is out there videotaping instead right. of helping you out he's, he or she's recording you three people on one helpless naked man who just needs help that you should use de-escalation force but now you're punching him in the face, you're punching him in the ribs or you're kneeing him in the back or you're or oh my god, the guy took out a billy club and now he's whacking him in the in the thigh and in the arm and you know what I mean?
1: Well, and exactly. And let me go back to this. I'm going to go way back in time. So for those of you who are under thirty, the, let's go back to the Rodney King side of the yeah. road. That whole thing. That's there was officers were beating on this person with clubs because he was high and all of that, whatever, and that caused a whole other set of riots. And that's where things like tasers. And yeah, and tear, not tear gas, but you know, mace and all that, that all came out of that to prevent the beating. And that's where that lateral movie just described came out of to prevent that. Now we're going back, so it's. It's all political. It's really sad. And you know what? We only have what? like forty five more seconds left to this our regular show, and we got through three questions. So we
2: and they were our questions, not the Patreon um, questions. We have yet to read a Patreon gosh. question, and so um, we'll good, do a
3: lightning. We'll do the round lightning round. The, round in, after in,
2: after in the after show. Uh, Twenty seven great questions from Patreons, illuminating. If if you like this, you're going to love the after show. Yeah, we encourage hey, Glenn, you to. Glenn,
3: can I? Yes. Sorry to cut you off, man. Can I? Uh, Also, with that, with a limited time left. So, people say, well, now you have tasers, now you have uh, shotgun round or beanbag rounds and 40 mic mic. Well, I was just on a call about a month ago where a beanbag did not, or I'm sorry, a 40 millimeter uh, did not stop the dude, and the taser had a limited effect on him. So,
1: Wow. Even
3: though it's work with crazy or high people. Got to cut you off. Shelby, take us out. Yep, you're
1: good. Oh, failing to prepare is preparing to fail, folks. Have a good week. Catch on the after show.
0: You've been listening to Prepping 2.0 with authors Shelby Gallagher and Glenn Tate. All of the fun and easy prepping information heard on this podcast can be found online at prepping2-0.com. You can also find out more about Glenn's books online at 299days.com and about Shelby's books online at A agreatstate.com. Until next time, be smart, be safe, and be prepared.